Hello, we are Susan, broadcasting live from London, from Rania's humble abode. Yes, and of a dorm. It, we've just finished fasting after 18 hours, so everyone fasting. Ramadan Kareem. Ramadan Kareem, everyone. Have a blessed month, and we're back with a with a podcast that we're uh, we're recording just before Dea leaves London. So, what are we going to talk about today? So, our topic this time will be the first in a series where we discuss how growing up as a TCK has influenced us as individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, what is TCK, Rania? Do you have a definition? Uh, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's a third culture kid. And what is the definition? Please let me know. So before we move on, obviously we'll have to explain more than just um, explaining it as the abbreviation of third culture kid. So in academic literature, the most widely known definition is a person who has spent a significant part of his or her developmental years outside the parents' culture. The TCK frequently builds relationships to all of the cultures while not having full ownership in any. Um, this was by Pollock, 1988. Uh, and yeah, she made a thesis about this during her college years. So, so it's 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 a yeah. it's a topic I I hold very dear. Yeah, um, and she's done a lot of research on it to my heart. And um, so I guess why we chose this topic is because I was 11 when we moved to Doha, and Rania was seven, and it took a whole lot of adapting to the new, just the entire idea of living abroad and having to use English, yeah, uh, like which was the very basic yeah, thing. Yeah, we didn't know English. Yeah, we didn't I, know much English. Yeah. I mean, we we had classes and stuff yeah. well, well, when we were in grade school, but yeah. other than that, we never really conversed in it. Yeah. Um, also, um, living without without helpers at home. Yeah. I mean, it was um, it was hard too, I guess, on our parents in a way. Um, having to deal with the heat. <laughs> yeah, having to deal with the heat. Uh, so it's it's an experience that has really shaped us um, to become the person we are now. Mm-hmm. And um, we are hoping that this series could shine a light uh, on the topic of TCKs and how we can potentially contribute to our homeland. Um, And hopefully um, a lot of people maybe listening to this podcast can relate to some points because obviously there are so many TCKs out there, especially now in this globalized world. Yes, yes. And of course, our friends who are TCKs, um, you know, I hope this can also open up discussions um, moving forward. So we'll get to it. Home, a concept. And now you'll be listening to Rania and friend one. Hey, so where are you gonna go this winter? Oh, I'm actually gonna go back home. Oh, like you're from Indonesia, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. So you're gonna go back to Indonesia? Oh no, actually, I used to live in Qatar, so I'm gonna go back home to Qatar with my family, you know? Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I hope it'll be fun. Uh, where are you going this summer? You know, it's a long break, four months. Uh, I'm gonna go back home again, haha. <laughs> oh, so back to Qatar? Oh, actually, I'm gonna go back to Indonesia. So, where's your home? Home. Where is it? 
Yay! Yay! Thanks, friend one, for making an appearance. No problem, man. <laughs> so, so Rania, what was that dialogue all about? So, um, I've been thinking about this a lot, especially after moving to London. It's where is actually my home? Because when I was in Qatar, when I said I'm going back home, it was pretty obvious because it would be Indonesia. Whereas now that I'm in another place, I can't tell where home is. You know, like is it Qatar, where my immediate family is and all my friends are, and you know, with people I grew up with, or is it home as in Indonesia, where my extended family is and where I ultimately where you're from, where I'm from, yeah, and where. My roots are, you know. Wait, and <laughs> I meant to say, um, I also have those have had those kinds of um, conversations with my friends, um, especially since I lived in Indonesia. I mean, I went to I went to study in Indonesia for, uh, for in my university years, and whenever they asked, oh. But actually, the funny thing is that my co- my uni friends actually used to say, "Oh, are you going home?" Meaning like Doha, because they they knew that my family lived in mm, Doha. So it was almost like you were yeah. from Doha. Yeah, it was almost them. as yeah, and like they they actually called me Qatar. Like that was like a nickname. So <laughs> it's sort of like they identified me as that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a lot of uh, confusion, but it's mm-hmm. not really it's not outwardly right. It's mm-hmm. more like. Inside, you're sort of like, yeah. I do call several places yeah. home. Um, I think, then... yeah, and I think something that's different about us is we're still very much Indonesian in the sense that we're not Qatari or anything. It's just that we grew up there, like a lot of people. So I guess that either adds or lessens the confusion. I don't know. It's up to you because, for example, if we were to be naturalized Qatari, would that have solved the problem of home, or would we still feel Indonesian? Because of our parents, so true. And um, this is actually also a topic that, uh, again, in TCK literature, is being um, brought up a lot because TCKs and root rootlessness um, is inseparable. Is when you are a TCK, the term third culture kids. The third culture actually means that you have this third space where you fit yourself in so it's not you're not just from indonesia and you're not obviously not from qatar because you're still indonesian so you sort of make up for that confusion by building this space for yourself like okay i'm i'm in between and that's that's fine that's my identity but Mm. of course not not everyone goes through the same um process so um being TCK, being a TCK is still, still you're still misunderstood sometimes because people, it's easier for people to identify you as either or, right? Mm. Um, like I'm Catanesia. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, like I'm <laughs> saying like, oh, I'm I'm just this. I'm only this. I mean, of course, we're not saying that we don't proudly say we're Indonesians. That's that's what we say and that's what we yeah, claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what we identify as, but. Um, when you're saying things like home and um, is home is home family or is it you know is it a place? Yeah. Thor um, so Ragnarok Asgard is not a place; it is a people. Anyway, you know, like the, the, these are the kind yeah, of stuff that actually true. Yeah, TCK, yeah, yeah, and 
also even sometimes in Indonesia when you have very maybe like very different ways of life or ways of thinking you could also start kind of questioning like are you really are you really rooted in that culture or not or have you shifted away but you know that's that's for that's personally I don't feel like that but I know a lot of people who have like they don't feel Indonesian because they have grown up somewhere else and yeah it's it's very interesting and a lot of people's experiences are very different yeah and it's i would say it's actually unfortunate when you start um when you start detaching yourself from from where you're from uh, mm. from your i guess i could say passport country um because eventually you will go back there Uh, I don't know. It's it's something. It's a principle that I hold. Um, mm. Eventually, you would want to help your country. Uh, you would want to contribute to it, and yeah. so we must um, continuously remind ourselves to, you know, as a we as a TCK, we're actually we have an added value of um, of having that experience living abroad and living in such a multicultural um, environment. environment. Yeah. Um, and also having the options and opportunities that maybe we wouldn't have been exposed to had we stayed um, in our home country. Um, mm. And these are the, these are the, dis- I guess these are the privileges that we should really be aware of mm. um, and we should acknowledge. Um, yeah. That, some noise. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, are you done? Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. I was just, I was just finishing up. Um, yeah, these are the, this is a privilege that we should acknowledge because it would, you know, acknowledging is one thing, but then the next thing is that you you realize the power it holds, if, if you want to, you know, make something out of it. Yeah, but at the same time, I do sympathize with people who, who don't feel obligated or they don't want to go back or they, they do ultimately get detached. I, I sympathize with that because a lot of the thoughts that you have, like, I need to contribute to my country, like, I have an advantage over people that I should put to good use, a lot of that comes to the fact that maybe you feel like your country has contributed something for you, or, like, it's it's given you, it's given you something, basically, something to hold on to. Either it be good memories, or it be... Um, good jobs or good opportunities or just for like the love of nature but for some people they don't see that they don't see the value and I don't blame them for it because maybe that's just not what the country has given them so I do sympathize with that but um, but I personally I, I do agree that I would want to go back and I would want to contribute but I do understand why some people wouldn't want to do that Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, I agree. And yeah. a, a lot of my thoughts come from a place, um, from, from a very nostalgic place mm-hmm. um, in which that I I went to uni there. Yeah. So I did make a lot of good memories and um, I had a network to fall back on. Um, but the thing is, um, if we're talking about home alone... Um, I think a lot of Indonesian TCKs out there are still struggling with um, with the idea of calling Indonesia home, I yeah. guess. 
Be- yeah. yeah, because you don't really have, what do you call it? Like, you don't really have something to, yeah, you don't have yeah. something to attach to it. Which brings us to the question, right? Like, what is, what makes home, like, I feel like a lot of it is to do with emotional attachment or, like, memories, and it's, like, with the mm. people you grew up with. Basically, a lot of sentiment to me, but it differs from people to people as well. Like, what do you, what do you constitute as home? And what, what you answer to that question could ultimately make you decide what you call home. Maybe, like, if you've spent a lot of, like, your uni time growing up as a person as opposed to, like, junior high school or something. Maybe the country where you went to uni, would you would call it home. But if you've done a lot of growing up in your home country, and, like, you, for example, I feel like you developed a lot of your personalities um, in Indonesia, maybe you're, you're more inclined to say Indonesia is your home. But it depends. Yes. That, 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 that yeah. Those some of my And, I mean, this, this podcast, we, we are not aiming to answer the question yes merely pose it (laughs) of home where is it but it's um it's we're we're hoping to give you a sort of like a a food for thought yeah and to discuss how how this difficulty of defining what home is um how it can potentially like help us um yeah answer other questions in life yeah and lead us to the end game like what do we want to do with our lives is it contribute to our home and which one you know like those things yeah yeah or do we want to build a new one somewhere else that's also possible you know life out there very diverse yes so endless possibilities out there yes and um since this was only the first in our tck series um Mm -hmm. we're hoping we hope that you enjoyed it and learned something out of it and look forward to our next um next yep. installments this has been <laughs> we can undo it right this, this has been susis thank you for listening bye bye